the absolute breakdown of society is happening right before our eyes on today's Random Thoughts Podcast. And welcome to episode number 195 of the Random Thoughts Podcast. That is spelled R-A-N-D-U-M-B thoughts.com online. I am your host, Darren O'Neill. And on today's show, a bunch of stories that all tie together in the fact that our civilization is losing civility. I know, ironic. But that is absolutely what is happening. We are losing touch here in the united states with being a nation of law and order we are losing this largely because there are a bunch of liberal district attorneys that have been elected in their various cities today we're going to be talking mainly about new york and philadelphia but it's happening elsewhere where crimes are not being punished therefore People decide they can just do whatever the hell they want. And that leads to an utter breakdown, which, as we have mentioned over and over again, is exactly what a certain subset of the population wants. Go back and do your homework on the Weather Underground, Bill Ayers, Bernadette Dorn, and the manifesto that said, you know, we got to draw that ire out in everybody we have to draw the lines we have to bring divisiveness into play if you're going to take down the united states of america if you're going to take down the system that we have used for hundreds of years the way to do it is from the inside and the way to do it is to cause strife between the black and the white between the rich and the poor between the police and the citizenry and so on down the line but because of this we are losing civility and i think that covid played a lot into this people when they're scared are way less civil way less congenial and it's funny if you look up civil in the dictionary which i mean of course now is google you will find that it's both relating to ordinary citizens and their concerns which is why you have a civil service department, but also means courteous and polite. And of course, when people stop being courteous and polite, then the lives of said citizens, not very good. There is a story out of Philadelphia that if you follow the news at all, you've heard the story of James Lambert Jr., 73 years old, that was out walking in Philadelphia at about three in the morning. Walking down the street, a bunch of kids knocked him over with traffic cones and then beat him, and he died the next day of his injuries. And because we live in the age of where there's security cameras everywhere, a lot of this was caught on tape, and what you see is a group of young kids out on the street, again, this is like three in the morning, that basically for no reason go after this guy, beat him, laugh while they're doing it. 
the man's niece said that these kids should come forward. Their parents should come forward. Something is very wrong when kids are out at 2 a.m. beating and killing an old man. We've lost God. We've lost family. What's happened to us? And I cannot disagree with any of that. I believe she is 100% right. We have lost God. And there's been an attack on religion for years, mainly from the progressive left. We've lost family. Absolutely right. Again, there's been a war on family waged by uh, the progressive left. And what is happening to us? Well, that is the result of this. And believe it or not, two of the kids involved here did come forward, turn themselves in. The ages of these two kids who killed this 73-year-old man for no reason, 10 years old and 14 years old, they're brothers. Where are we going? I don't know, but we are already at a place that we have lost civilization. We have lost society. We have lost what made America great because this is not it. When 10-year-olds are out on the street killing people at 2, 3 in the morning, I really don't know what there is to be said about that. Obviously, I think you could point the fingers at the parents because I don't know. When I was 10 or 14 or 18, my parents knew where I was at 2 or 3 in the morning. But in Philadelphia... And in Chicago and other places now, kids are just roaming the streets anytime, day or night. And I think uh, the parents need to be held responsible for the kids that are 10 years old. It's like, I don't know. The parents should be responsible for the murder. Maybe that is uh, beyond what you think is fair, but I don't know. If you can't control your kids, then it's time you put them into a home. If you have violent children and you don't control them, then you should have some of that responsibility put onto you. For parents that just want to have kids and check out, then you should have some of the responsibility and some of the punishment when your kids go out and kill somebody. It's just absolutely unbelievable, but this is because of this new world order of liberal district attorneys not putting people in jail this is exactly what happens when you say no you can steal up to a thousand dollars we're not going to prosecute well what does that do it causes a lot more people to steal i discussed on this show i don't remember the show number but it was when the carjackings here in Chirac were a big deal and i think this was right about the time covid was starting that the story came out and there was an alderman or something blaming video games And I went and did my homework and I tracked it down to when this big surge started of under 18 year olds going out and carjacking people, often at the end of a barrel of a gun. I know you can't get a gun in Chicago. It's illegal. Nobody has guns. It's amazing. But when you track down exactly when this started, you saw the change immediately When those in charge of this kind of thing said, yeah, you know, if you're under 18, we're not going to charge you as an adult if you carjack. So what do you think happened if you're not going to be charged as an adult? Of course, 
carjackings went way up. People die because of crazy leftist ideas that you shouldn't punish criminals because they're the victim. You should punish the victim. That is what the left believes, and that is what we are seeing today in this society. Moving away from the tragedy of a 73-year-old being beaten in Philadelphia by a bunch of kids, we have the story of Jose Alba Jr., 61 years old, bodega worker in Upper Manhattan. For those of you who may be unfamiliar with that words, it means a little convenience store, bodega. A young woman came in, in her 30s, I believe she was, with one of her children and wanted to buy some chips for the kid. And her government assistance card was declined. Mr. Alba working there said, well, then no chips for you. And he took the chips back from the girl and the woman went nuts. There is surveillance video of this. She went nuts and told the guy, my N-word is going to come down here right now and F you up. And that's exactly what happened. But she came back with her boyfriend, Austin Simon, 37 years old, a rap sheet quite long. He, at the time, was on probation from assaulting a police officer, did time for assaulting a police officer, has also been arrested for a variety of other charges. He comes back and decides he's going to show Jose Alba Jr. what happens when you won't give his girlfriend chips because her government assistance card didn't work. And there's video of this, again, thank goodness, where he goes around, pushes Mr. Alba into a chair, then grabs him, starts dragging him out of the little area behind the counter where the guy was working. A fight ensued. Mr. Alba grabs a knife and he stabs his assailant. So he stabs Mr. Simon as Mr. Simon's girlfriend is stabbing Mr. Alba with a knife of her own. Well, due to this incident, Mr. Simon is dead on the floor. It didn't work out so well when he came in and tried to attack a 61-year-old worker who is just there doing his job. But this career criminal comes in, attacks this guy. The guy defends himself, grabs a knife from the counter there at the bodega and fights back and wins. Now, any person with any kind of reasonable common sense would think, what would be happening here at this point, since we have a bodega worker, 61 years old, at work, doing his job, absolutely no rap sheet, has never been incarcerated, has never been in trouble with the law from everything that I've read. This woman comes in, gets irate, comes back down with her boyfriend who immediately attacks him. This guy has a rap sheet a mile long, including assaulting a police officer attacks this guy. The guy defends himself with a kitchen knife that they use to open boxes, he says, and wins this fight. The assailant that came in to beat him up dead on the floor, and the police come in, and they arrest Mr. Alba, the bodega worker, 
charge him with second-degree murder and criminal possession of a weapon. And this is all because of D.A. Alvin Bragg is a liberal lunatic. He is one of these far-left DAs that does not want to punish criminals, but he certainly wants to punish the victims. The man's girlfriend, who has not been named, who started all of this, who actually brought a knife in and stabbed Mr. Alba, not charged with anything. It is absolute insanity. This guy, Mr. Alba, Again, charged with second-degree murder and criminal possession of a weapon, even though it was a kitchen knife that was on the counter in the bodega. This was not any kind of uh, switchblade or any kind of blade that you wouldn't expect to be around. The original bail set by this liberal loon DA was $250,000, and Mr. Alba wound up in Rikers for a couple of days until outcry lowered the bail to $50,000, which he was able to get the $5,000 to spring him. But there's a lot of people on Mr. Alba's side, including the mayor of New York, who is also a liberal loon, but obviously nowhere near as far as a liberal loon as this district attorney, Alvin Bragg, because the mayor first put out a statement saying, quote, it's obvious this gentleman was here working, providing for his family, and someone came behind the counter, and what I viewed was inappropriate. Then he went down to the bodega and in person said this, quote, I'm a person that's here for people following the law. I saw from the video, I saw a voter here inside the store following the law. It's time for New Yorkers and Americans to start standing up for people who follow the law, end quote, from Mayor Adams. And I applaud him for that because I don't care what side of the political aisle you're on when you're going to start coming down with a 61-year-old guy, no criminal record whatsoever, doing his job, attacked at work by a thug who came in for the sole reason to mess him up and was only defending himself when you're going to put him in jail. None of us are safe doing anything because defending yourself is now, no, no, you're not. You're going to wind up in Rikers for defending yourself. So I guess that's the choice. If you live in New York under this DA, you should just let the criminal kill you or beat the living hell out of you because at least then maybe you won't wind up in Rikers if you don't die. But if you die, well, you know. That's what Alvin Bragg obviously wants. And it is absolute insanity. Again, this guy that came in to beat him up, eight prior arrests at least, including robbery and assault during a domestic dispute. So I don't know if it was that baby mama or maybe a different baby mama. And he was on parole again for assaulting a police officer at the time of the incident. And even Newsweek ran an op ed from a guy named Charles Love, who is the executive director of Seeking Educational Excellence, host of the Charles Love Show, and the author of Race Crazy, BLM 1619, and the Progressive Racive Movement. Charles Love is black, just to let you know. He says, quote, we've been wrong all along. 
We believed Manhattan's progressive district attorney, Alvin Bragg, when he campaigned on a platform of decarceration. We took him at the word of his memo that he didn't believe in locking people up, even those with gun charges. Turns out we were wrong to believe him. D.A. Bragg does want to lock people up. It is just the wrong people. He's going after victims instead of criminals, end quote. And that is absolutely what you have in this case. And this causes a complete breakdown of society, of civilization, when a law-abiding citizen is attacked and defends themselves and winds up in Rikers, then something is wrong, drastically wrong with the system. This is why it is anarchy on the streets of New York City. This is why. There's no other reason. We have railed about this over and over again about how people that are committing crimes, often violent crimes, in New York and elsewhere are not being held accountable because, you know, they're really just the victims. That is the reason why more and more violence is taking place. And it's now we're seeing happening when you have 10 year olds killing a 73 year old on the streets of Philadelphia. I really don't know what you do. And at some point, you have to just stop caring about the age and say, well, the punishment has to fit the crime. It's exactly the reason why carjackings went up in Chicago. You said, yeah, if you're under 18, we're not going to prosecute you for carjacking people. In Philadelphia, this is a very dangerous precedent. When you have a 10-year-old and 15-year-old involved in the murder of a man for no reason, the guy was just walking down the street. If you let them walk, you're telling all the kids in Philadelphia, go kill somebody. It's okay. Nobody's going to prosecute you. Nothing bad's going to happen to you. And that cannot be in a civil society. At that point, I really don't care about age anymore. I really do not. And the parents should be held responsible as well. Something has to be done. I don't know what it is. So don't come to me for answers, except for saying that punishment has to fit the crime in order for this society to function where people can actually feel safe. Because you can't have, ah, well, they're just kids. No, they're not. They're murderers. And they knew what they were doing. This wasn't accidental. They knew exactly what they're doing. And people are just running out of control. Back to New York, you may have seen the video of three Young women in their 20s totally ripping up a local New York City restaurant because they were charged $1.75 for extra sauce. It happened at a Bell Fries, a late night hotspot in Manhattan, according to WCSI.com. And three women, Pearl Azoria, 27. Chitara Placencia, 25, and Tatiana Johnson, 23, caused hundreds of dollars in damages at the restaurant, forcing the restaurant to close for repairs. This happened at 4 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Nothing good happens at 3 or 4 a.m. out on the streets of New York, Philadelphia, Chicago. The three individuals, it says, 
removed approximately $10 from the cash register before unleashing a tirade on the employees, according to a statement from the NYPD. I like the uh, wording there. The individuals removed approximately $10 from the cash register. That, in English people, is called stealing. That is called theft. But watching the video, these are three women who were nothing but animals out there ripping this place up, tearing down the plastic divider that was on the counter, no doubt because of COVID. They ripped that down. They threw a steel stool at the employees. A couple employees were injured. They got up on the counter. One of them did and was twerking as the rest of the people in the restaurant were cheering them on. Absolute anarchy. This is just absolute behavior that should not be tolerated. And in this case, the three women were arrested. I mean, I don't know. This is New York. So I don't know what kind of punishment they're going to face. But uh, Ozoria, Placencia, and Johnson were all arrested, it says, on robbery and criminal mischief charges, which means probably not going to be charged. But Ozoria also, allegedly, according to the article, punched an officer in the face while being apprehended and is now facing additional charges. Again, this is not a polite society. This is not civil behavior. This is behavior that forces law-abiding citizens to fear for their safety, especially because if you somehow wind up in the middle of it, you decide to defend yourself. Asshole DAs like Alvin Bragg will send you to Rikers. It's absolutely unbelievable. It is absolutely unbelievable. And something has to be done. And this isn't about Republican and Democrat. This is not about politics. This is about the safety of the people that live in this country and the behavior that we as a citizenry are going to say is allowed and what kind of behavior is not allowed. And it's time to stand up and say that this kind of behavior of thugs that are out there committing damage, committing robbery, knocking down an old guy and killing him on the streets of Philadelphia, going into a bodega and attacking a guy working there. These are the kind of behaviors that cannot be allowed. They cannot be allowed if this country is going to move forward and not completely collapse. Although the left, they would love the collapse because then they can tell you all about how the Constitution is bad, was written by a bunch of slaveholders, but I don't know how that really uh, comes into focus when you're talking about 10 and 15-year-olds killing a 73-year-old guy. I don't know how this comes in when you have a 30-something-year-old felon with a long rap sheet coming in to beat the crap out of or kill a bodega worker. I don't know how it works with a bunch of women who are so mad that they're getting charged $1.75 for extra sauce, rip a place up, and just go absolutely insane. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but it's up to us. It really is. It's up to us to decide what we will accept and what we won't. And these people like Alvin Bragg need to be out of office yesterday. I mean, even the liberal mayor of New York is like, no, dude, you've, you've gone too far. You know you've gone too far. But where is uh, AOC? I don't know. 
I haven't heard from AOC on this one. Where's Joe Biden on this one? I haven't heard from Joe on this one. I did hear from Joe Biden on the case of a 10-year-old who couldn't get an abortion in Ohio, and it was so horrible. Joe Biden said, quote, imagine being that little girl. I'm serious. Just imagine being that little girl, 10 years old. Well, end quote. I know you wanted to sniff that 10-year-old's hair, Joe, but the reality is coming out uh, that this doesn't seem like this was a real case, Joe. You were quoting something that was all a farce, that wasn't real, that was nothing but crisis actors putting out a story to make the other side look bad, which it's fake news, Joe. You bought into fake news coming from your side, Joe. I know your brain is addled and you don't know where you are or what you're doing. Even Snoop Dogg taking the shots at Joe now with a new weed strain that was OG Joe, Sleepy Joe, where it says you won't even know what country you're in. And Joe doesn't. But when you have the president of the United States citing stuff that don't, didn't really happen to push an agenda, it's a sad day for our republic. It is a sad day for the free world. It is a sad day. Because you can no longer have a legitimate conversation. You can no longer have a legitimate debate. People will call you racist for bringing up all this stuff. And it's because these are the stories that are in the news. And we know that the news doesn't even want to report on this. So what does that tell you about how bad things really must be? So I don't really even care where you live. You have a responsibility to do what you can to make your area better. To bring sanity back to stand up for what is right, whether it is getting involved with the local school board, whether it's getting involved with local government, whether it's being engaged in attending the local city meetings and everything going on, you got to pay attention. And if you're in an area where things are really bad, then you need to try to organize with a few neighbors and try to get things back on track. It's a huge undertaking. It is being fought at every turn, often by people in power like the district attorneys, that this guy, again, ran on a policy of not incarcerating criminals. I mean, nothing says a great district attorney that I'm not going to prosecute people that commit crimes. I mean, really, what do you think that's going to happen? Anybody that has kids understands this. If you're like, Hey, do whatever you want for the next 24 minutes. I'm not going to punish you for whatever it is. You know, there's some stuff that's going to happen. When at any age, you understand that there is no punishment coming for what you're going to do, then people will do a lot more stuff than they would when they think that there is a punishment looming. It's human behavior, and we're just finding out that a lot of people are when left to their own devices, when they know they're not going to be punished, we'll do a lot of bad stuff. And to bring our civilization back around, we need to somehow squash that. We need to somehow get sanity back and law and order back. But it's only going to get worse because of the policies of Mr. Joe Biden inflation numbers. And I think these are actually a little bit low. But the numbers being reported today, groceries up 12% in the past year, the biggest annual increase since 1979. 
And 12%, I mean, it depends what you're talking about because the next uh, line here, chicken is up 19% in the last year, the biggest increase ever. And in some areas, it seems like it's up even more than that. Gas is up 60% since last year, biggest jump since 1981. Again, not looking good for Joe. Electricity up 14%, largest increase since 2006, and rent up 5.8%, biggest since 1986. And because of this, a lot of desperate people who were not making ends meet before Uncle Joe became the president of the United States are now doing even worse. So you understand why robberies are up, why crime is up, because people are sometimes just trying to feed their kids. And unfortunately, that is becoming harder and harder. When you can't afford to put gas in your car, when you can't afford to put food on the table, this is not a stabilizing force for our society. And I think that plays into everything we've talked about on this episode. Unleashing this kind of insanity on the country And I don't think Joe Biden knew he was doing it, but I think the people with their hands up his behind that are making his mouth move, those people, I think, know exactly what they're doing. They want to crash the system to bring about their whole new world order that they want. And that is what you need to be the most concerned about. And that is what you need to keep your eyes open for. You're being nudged. You're being nudged. It's not illegal to drive that old gas guzzler yet, although. There are areas that, uh, like California, that are going to be making that illegal uh, sooner rather than later. But even in the places where it's not, you know, it's not illegal to have that gas-powered car. But, you know, instead of costing you $1,000 to drive that car a year, it's going to cost you $15,000 to drive that car in a year. So, I mean, you can still do it. But, you know, it's just going to be a little more painful. Oh, you want to feed your kids? That's going to be a little more painful, you know. Because it's hurting the planet by you eating meat. So start eating bugs. That'll be cheaper. It'll be great. You'll be able to go down to the Piggly Wiggly and get a nice box of buggos. And uh, then everybody will be happy, right? I don't know. I do not know. The insanity of what is going on in this country is beyond comprehension, really. For everything that people bitched and moaned about when Donald Trump was president, that all seems like the halcyon days now, doesn't it? Oh, no, he was mean in a tweet. Yeah, maybe Donald Trump was mean in a few tweets, but you can afford to gas up your car and you can afford to feed your family. But now, no, and we're being told by morons like egghead John Kerry, that no, it's important that we suffer to bring around this new green economy so the planet will be saved. And again, do you know what China and India are doing to help with the green economy? (laughs) They're polluting more than ever. So yeah, let's kill our economy, guys. Makes a lot of sense. If you want a one world order, for people to come in and take over, for the Constitution to be blown out of the water, then it all makes sense. 
And if you want that, I feel sorry for you because you're either a moron or you're completely misinformed. And I would suggest you go out and do your homework and understand what is happening and why it's happening. This is not random. This is not accidental. This is very much by plan. And you're being fed a bunch of lies, blaming this on COVID, blaming this on Vladimir Putin, when the reality is no. That's just a good way to, oh, you guys are hurting. Well, yeah, it's all Vladdy's fault. Oh, it's all COVID's fault. People didn't get enough vaccines quick enough. Oh, it's all going to be fine. (laughs) It's not. Spoilers here. It is not going to be fine if people don't start standing up and saying no, that this is not the way we're going to do it. This is not the way the country was meant to be. You are here. And you have the opportunity to pursue happiness if you are here legally. If not, there are ways to get here legally. And if you commit a crime, if you are not a good citizen, you do not have the right to continue being out on the street terrorizing everybody else. Joe Biden was one of the toughest guys ever on crime. Go do a YouTube search for it. Who went out to say that these animals, these monsters should be separated from society to keep them away from our mothers and sisters and daughters but now joe's like no it's okay people oh crime's fine don't put anybody in jail it's perfectly fine probably because his uh, son hunters committed more crimes than most people allegedly it is frustrating it is aggravating as people who give a damn about other people and their country it should scare the hell out of you to hear the stories that I've talked about today, to hear about the 73-year-old in Philadelphia, James Lambert Jr., who was beaten to death by a bunch of kids for just walking down the street, and two of the kids turning themselves in again, 10 and 14 years old, absolutely insane. I think I said 15 earlier, now that I mentioned that, but 10 and 14. Then we have the story of Jose Alba, who just went to work in a bodega, 61 years old, was attacked by a career criminal, 37-year-old Austin Simon. Mr. Alba somehow was the victor in this battle, killed Mr. Simon, and of course went to Rikers for defending himself. The woman who started all of the trouble stabs him during the fight. They're not even naming her. She hasn't even been arrested. These things should scare the hell out of you and should let you know what's going on in this country. When you're out on the streets, be aware of what's going on around you and then avoid the areas, which, I mean, if you could just avoid New York, Illinois, California, St. Louis, uh, and Missouri, there's a lot of places you should be avoiding Baltimore, but it can happen anywhere. It can happen in your home, just about wherever you are. And if you don't have a gun to defend yourself, well, then you're kind of out of luck. My best advice to you would be to have a plan, understand what you would do if the unthinkable happens. If somebody comes racing through your door in the middle of the night, you have to have an idea of what you're going to do just in case something bad happens and uh, defend yourself. Be prepared to do it. I mean, you may wind up in jail. But I don't know. I think you're way better winding up in jail than winding up dead because hopefully sanity will return at some point to this country where victims are not treated like criminals and criminals treated like victims. 
to do that, we're going to have to get rid of all of those ultra-liberal DAs. We're going to have to take the George Soros influence and flush it down the toilet where it belongs. But with that said, I do thank you for listening to the Random Thoughts podcast, listening to me rant. I know a little more riled up today than other shows, but I hope it at least makes for good content, and I hope that you learn something and take something away from this show of value. And if you did, we work on the value for value system, which means whatever value you got, it's up to you to take part in the system and get some value back to us. You can do that monetarily by going to random thoughts, R-A-N-D-U-M-B thoughts.com slash donate. Click the donate button that goes to PayPal for a one-time or monthly donation. You can also use the crypto wallet addresses, QR codes, if you want to do the crypto thing. You can use the P.O. Box address if you want to go cash, check, whatever you want to do that way. And if you have a podcasting 2.0 podcasting app, and you can find those at newpodcastapps.com, you can be streaming us some Satoshis or you can boost us right now. It is all very much appreciated. We do rely on your support to keep this show going. And today I have a big thank you for Sir Joshua, the historian. Coming in with $25, first-time donation to Random Thoughts. And he says, love the show, Darren. It is appreciated, Sir Joshua, who's also been listening to some of the other shows I do. And it is an honor when people listen to one of the shows. It's really an honor for the people that listen to multiple shows because I end up talking a lot during the week by myself and with other folks. And that is very much appreciated. And I just realized, that the system that I use for the podcasting 2.0 for the streaming Satoshis, which is the little bits of Bitcoin that people can stream while listening to the show, I can get a whole lot of statistics from what has been coming in. So a big thanks to Sir Sean of the Allegheny Valley, who comes in already with a monthly donation through PayPal. Sir Sean has been streaming the sats while listening to the show as well. So we're kind of double dipping on Sir Sean, and that is very much appreciated. Your support of the show is very much appreciated. Again, as is everybody for giving their time to listen to me rant, to listen to all of these shows. I know there's a lot of other things you can be doing with your time, and it's an honor that you are spending it here with us. If you want to reach out to me, you can do so. Maybe not on Twitter anymore now that Elon is out again. It's the in again, out again. Now, Twitter, who didn't want to sell to Elon, well, now they're going to sue Elon, maybe to try to force him to buy Twitter. Uh, But you can find me on Twitter very rarely, but you can DM me, message me there. I'll see that. Darren O'Neill, D-A-R-R-E-N-O-N-E-I-L-L. And if you're on Mastodon, Darren O'Neill at noagendasocial.com, or you can email me, Darren, D-A-R-R-E-N, once again, at randomthoughts.com and i hope you know how to spell randomthoughts.com by now with all that said i will be back next week on wednesday with another edition of the show until then i am darren o'neill thanks for listening 